of ways. One, it's incredibly expensive to do that. Second, probably more fundamental, fossil fuel is different from other sources of energy. The reason that our world looks the way it does with some highly centralized, you know, energy system, but with great sprawling suburbs and things, is because of the particular attributes of fossil fuel. It was cheap, it was easy to get at, it was rich in BTUs, it was easy to transport, it made sense to develop sort of the world that we've developed. Solar energy, the wind's energy, are different than that. They're omnipresent, they're not concentrated in one place like oil, but they're everywhere diffuse and dispersed. And so you need to start thinking about, well, the engineers would call it distributed generation. You might more easily think of it as the analogy to the internet instead of a few big broadcasting entities. Well, I hear you suggesting really not just different technologies, but a different economic model. Every town might produce its own energy or every state. You're absolutely right. And that's much more, of course, how we started out with energy and things years ago. And the same with food. I mean, to become not totally self-reliant, but much more in that direction. And the right level to think at is the community, not the individual, I think. The consumer society that we've embedded ourselves in was entirely about individuals. The American economy was predicated on building bigger homes farther apart from each other. You know, that was the American dream. That's had a lot of dark sides, including the loss of connection and community. The average American has half as many close friends as the average American of 50 years ago. This conversion to a new kind of economic life, though it'll be traumatic in its transition in many ways, at least offers the hope for rebuilding some of that community. So, I mean, you here in Madison have a perfect example. You've got the greatest farmer's market in the Western world, you know. The interesting thing about farmer's markets is not just that the food is good and not just that it's much more ecologically sensible than bringing food 3,000 miles at a clip. The interesting thing about them is that when sociologists follow shoppers first around the supermarket and then around the farmer's market, they find people at the farmer's market having 10 times as many conversations per visit. That's clearly part of the attraction. It's a different hmm. world in a way. So going local um, and going smaller may solve some economic problems. It may also be the antidote to some subtler psychological ills. I don't mean to oversell the notion that it's all going to be uh, groovy. There's going to be plenty of wrench in this transition because fossil fuel is at the absolute heart of our economic lives and has been for 200 years. But it doesn't need to be paralyzingly grim to imagine some kind of different future. Making the case for smaller and more contained to Americans is never an easy thing. Is there a way in which, um, well, can you paint a vision of sure. that smaller scale future that is beautiful? Does sure. it seem beautiful and appealing to you? There are ways that it's already happening. I mean, look at the rise of the local food movement in this country in the last 10 years. Farmers' markets have been the fastest-growing part of our food economy. 
and it's now affecting, there's enough demand that it's begun to change the agricultural landscape. The last agricultural census showed a pretty large increase in the number of farms in the U.S. That's the first time that's happened in 150 years. And it's because they're all small farms, people growing food that people want to eat, people growing food for their neighbors and making a living at it. And it's immensely more appealing than the agriculture that it's trying to replace, the, you know, swine farm with a million head of swine. That's about as unappealing a prospect as it's possible to imagine. There's a better model emerging. The question is, can we make it emerge fast enough to matter? And for that, the key question will be whether we can finally bring ourselves to put a price on fossil fuel that reflects the damage it does in the environment. That was the question at Copenhagen. It's the question in Congress. If we can do that, if we can bend the power of the fossil fuel industry enough to do that, then the economic force of gravity will work in the direction of local food, of distributed energy, of all the things we need to do instead of... For